Welcome to our next episode of Fandom Family Chats. This is a production of Family Fan Clubs on Facebook. You can find us all over Facebook. You can find us all over social media under Fandom Family Chats. Look us up, get dialed in, get plugged in, and get ready to listen to some crazy people talk crazy stuff. Welcome back to Fandom Family Chats. I'm Amanda. I'm Eve. And today we are talking about Station 19 and Grey's Anatomy. My favorites. Yay. (laughs) The ones that you don't need anyone else to do a podcast with you. No, I promise you guys, I could just talk about Grey's to myself all day, every day. One of these days that is going to happen because of scheduling conflicts. (laughs) All you. And I will listen to it on repeat. So I think the... Halloween episodes are always one of my favorites in Grey's Anatomy and I almost like don't you know I I haven't watched like the first couple of seasons of Station 19 so I have not as in the loop but this is like my first Halloween episode that I actually really remember of Station 19 and I think they've had them before I know they have but they had to have had them before none of them really stick out to me though but I love this one I thought it was great yeah, it was it was really good. There were a lot of uh, there was a lot of good stuff, a lot of not so good stuff. But <laughs> we talk about Beckett was in the mood, man. He was oh, in that yeah. spirit. I was like, why of all things is it Halloween? But I mean, well, I and guess... he was just picking on Maya. Yeah, that I, I guess we'll talk a little bit more about Maya later. But the Ooh. one thing I did want to say when I was watching it, I was like, okay, enough is enough. Maya needs to get her stuff together. And Beckett needs to start acting like a leader. Because <laughs> he's, I mean, I agree that he had to show Maya his boss, he had to put her in her place. Yeah. But at this point, it's just bullying, like enough it is it's almost like like hazing when they're new and it's in bad taste in my opinion yeah i did not appreciate his prank i was like that's not a house prank that's you know picking on one specific person but when he came around with that mask oh my gosh i actually laughed i lol'd i laughed out loud the clown mask (laughs) yes ice cream too because <laughs> you didn't expect it to be Beckett <laughs> I mean I w- actually watched this episode twice because I watched it with my sister and my brother-in-law mm. and I still screamed the second time <laughs> I was like why am I screaming I know what happens <laughs> no it only it, it got me a tiny bit but I more laughed at it than I got scared <laughs> I was like, oh, this is hilarious. Because it's just it's just a side of Beckett you never see. No. And mm-hmm. which is why it was so, I guess, disconcerting. I was like, so we have fun Beckett now? All of a sudden. <laughs> out of nowhere. Only but, this one day of the year. <laughs> but then Ben was still like so like he's still on team maya i don't know why anyone is because she's so annoying but like it's okay i got you i'm gonna get him back i got you i'm like she obviously doesn't care if anyone's on her side like why don't you (laughs) when at the end when ben did get beckett back let me tell you that i forgot about the prank thing and i was like oh my gosh 
like I what thought happened to Ben. The episode was going to end. I was like, oh my god, what are they going to do to Ben? And then I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah, and then he got. He's like, ah, I got you. I was like, what is happening? <laughs> oh yeah, the same was me. I was like, like okay, so in all honesty, like the, you know, the, the fit and all thing has been like such a big play in the the medical dramas lately. Mm-hmm. And he had like the foam come out. So I was like, oh my gosh, did yeah. he like get into some candy? Because they have like that rainbow colored fentanyl candy yeah. now i was like did he get in some candy that had fentanyl in it and he's ODing right that i mean that was a real that was too it was like too real almost to me that payback. yeah it was and i was scared small part of me was wondering was like oh my gosh she's you know you know he's OD'd and beckett's gonna come and think that he's faking and just walk away and it's real and but it wasn't so but i also I also like that he called man down. Nobody came. <laughs> Did you notice that? Nobody came. Well, I mean, wasn't the um, Halloween um, party going Hall- on? The house happening? Yeah. Bounce- yeah you know, I, can you imagine if that was real? <laughs> <laughs> no help. Poor Ben. <laughs> Don't they have some kind of alarms like in the firehouse that they can like set off? If uh, I don't know. I have no idea, but I was a little concerned. The mouth of Odin. <laughs> I was like, man, I don't know how firehouses work, but I feel like that should exist. <laughs> oh, also, not to backtrack, but we are going to backtrack a little bit. First of all, then this new campaign manager. I'm trying to think of his name right now. Fast, and I can't. I can't remember his name, but. I don't know what to think about him. Like oh, I kind of com- like, I, I like kind of like. He amuses me, but then at the back of my mind, I'm like, can we trust him? I don't know. He seems very gung ho on being his new campaign manager because you know, Vic's upstairs eating all the candy. Yeah, I. Oh. But I think that's how a lot of campaign managers are. Like I've watched a, <clears throat> a lot of other shows. And that is how, like, campaign man. I mean, think about um, um, what's that other show? Like, Parenthood. Parenthood, yeah. With yeah. um, what's her name? I know who exactly you're talking about. I yeah, like how name. like gun hole yeah. she was on like wanting to be she the campaign manager super- and like. Well, I guess that's the campaign manager's job is to be pushy. So I mean, that's essentially his interview is. Yeah. Talking himself into a job, but I hope Travis says yes because he could really use the help and. I don't know if um, Vic's adventures, you know, in the drama club is going to be terribly helpful to him. But did you see the sparks between him and Andy? I liked it. I did too. I was like, ooh, okay. So somebody brand new for Andy. I like it. I like some, I, I like new people because then it's like, she's already been through everyone else. And it's like, no, 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 no. You know what I mean. Or Andy. <laughs> But it's like she already has a history with everyone else. Yeah. And it's, we need to get new people in here. This is getting old. We can't keep spinning. I call it the wheel of relationships. We can't keep spinning the wheel of relationships, hoping it lands on someone good. Like just bring in someone new and fresh. I mean, hopefully this guy is authentic and doesn't turn around to be like a, a spy or something um, for Dixon. I, but oh gosh, I will be so sad if that 
turns out to be what happens. I'm really just hoping he's a good guy who wants to help Travis. I do too. And I, I get the feeling, usually I have a pretty good radar when it came, comes to Shondaland and new people. I usually don't trust any of them for at least a season. But this guy, I don't know. I just immediately drew to him. And also when he brought his niece... That was the cutest. Miss London. She said I was supposed to dress up as her, but she meant like London, like the London. London. <laughs> She's like, what was it? He said I put in one of her hair ties. I don't. I don't want you to be me. I want you to be London. <laughs> she was Peter Pan. I loved it. That was so cute. That that actually yeah. kind of I sealed the deal for me. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I was like. Okay, so he has a niece who he's willing to look like, you know, a box. An idiot. Yeah, he was willing to wear a box for. So hopefully that means he's a good guy. Hopefully. I think so, though. I, I have a good feeling about him. And I hope. Well, I'm... now that you put the whole being a spy for Dixon in my head, now, like, now I'm freaking out about that. So okay. I'm not so sure anymore. We already owe $4. Hmm. Every time we complain about Dixon, we have to pay $2, right? Oh yeah, that's a good rule because Travis does it a lot. <laughs> that cracked me up too. <laughs> I was like, oh no, he's going to be broke. Well, like Vic said, he's they've already raised enough for him to fund his own campaign. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll throw in some money too. I think we've complained about him plenty. At one point, I was really expecting him to just throw in like $50 or, you know, whatever. Be like, here's $50 so I can complain about Dixon whenever I want. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. It sounds like a very Travis thing to do. Like, I could see him doing that. <laughs> I mean, he's going to complain about him. Dixon is, he deserves it. He deserves all the hate talk. But I can only imagine how old that gets. <laughs> With all you're hearing is just negativity. Yeah, may as well uh, cash in on it. So, um, exactly. but speaking of cute costumes, what was it? Prue had like three Halloween costumes or something. She had, I think, at first she was in a firefighter costume. That's what we saw her in, like when Ben was showing everyone a picture. And then um, we'll talk about this a little later for Grace, but she was an Ewok in Grace, which. Yes. Oh my god, I love that. And then she came dressed as a basketball player. I'm like, this is just so typical, like, toddler for them to have three Halloween costumes. She was a soccer player. Was she a soccer player? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because they were they were going, no, it's soccer. No, it's football. No, it's soccer. Oh, yeah. I remember right. that. <laughs> but, no, that cracked me up. And also, I, I did get a little bit, and I, okay. I, I'm going to say this, but I'm going to say something really fast afterwards. I did get a little bit disappointed in Ben when he started complaining about Miranda working again and having like back-to-back -back surgeries and not being able to bring Prue. But at the same time, I was so impressed with Vic for stepping up and saying, you, you can't say that. Like, you cannot put down Miranda Bailey for <laughs> saving these people's lives and doing what she does amazingly. And I was like, oh, hey. Because, I mean, she's been out of work for since they've gotten Prue. And this is her just now going back. And then if Ben's going to start demeaning her about her job. I'm and sorry. She, who's making more? A surgeon or a firefighter? And she was talking herself out of going back to work for such a long time. And she finally got back by yeah, finding... Don't guilt her. 
do that you know she feels really passionately about mm. and now her husband is making her feel guilty about that because she can't bring their daughter to a halloween party yeah but she's basically think- joey does yeah and well, that was so cute too by the way uh i love seeing joey i think too with- i think tuck disappeared i don't know where he went he ran off yeah we like never even hear about tuck anymore i don't feel we do just not by name <laughs> Like I'm like it's Joey and Prue. Where's Tuck? That's all we need. Just Joey and Prue. <laughs> That's it. I bet he's with his dad sometimes too, though. He's not they're not 18 yet, right? I think. Oh no, we remember last week the Let's Talk About Sex episode. Oh it, yeah. I don't think we saw him there though. It was just his class though. So I think he's in high school. He's definitely in high school. Yeah. Uh, I think he might be close to graduating, to be honest yeah pretty close i'd say like 16 17 somewhere in there yeah did you notice the girls on fire 2.0 discussion yes that was my first thought as soon as that came up i was like oh now we're doing girls on fire again that's exactly the thing that came to my mind when she said it i was like uh stella stella where are you it's like i don't know that's Chicago. chicago that we're talking about yeah, they she, they just need to head on over to Chicago and see what it is. Uh, well, Stella's Stella. doing it, but I love it. I love that they're gonna do something. I knew as soon as she goes, there's no little girls dressed up as firefighters. I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> I knew there. It's like I immediately felt like there was a girls mm-hmm. on fire 2.0 coming, and then she came up with the idea. It's like magic. I like it. Let's do it. Love it. But I so I know we were talking about Maya a little bit earlier, but let's discuss this fire this season this this season, Ooh, this episode because it was I saw it coming. I saw as soon it as com- they picked up those fire things, I was like, "Ooh, freaking idiots!" Right? I'm like, you, oh, you're gosh. grown people. You are not six year olds but well before they even get there maya's been overworked i guess she's been like trying to prove herself and she's working yeah. all these and like like shift after shift after shift like back-to-back shifts yeah and okay here's what i was thinking is that even allowed to happen because i, get, I we'll didn't get, think so because we'll get into what into like theo's whole thing a little later but are are people allowed to just pick up extra ships whenever they want? Like I think I they can. To I mean, Haley did it last week on Chicago PD. Remember? Yeah. But or at least she had. Ago. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, at least she had Trudy who was like questioning it at some point. But like, at what point does someone like step in and say, "Hold on"? It should this have already happened. Safe. No more overtime for you. Go home. Yeah, and it's because Beckett. I mean, he just doesn't care about her to be honest i just he doesn't i don't think he's paying attention he does care he cares about punishing her yeah and so her working over and over again he's not gonna freaking say anything if she's not gonna say anything so i think he just lets her do it and that's not cool either it's either that or he just sucks at his job but he's not even paying attention to what his people are doing i feel it could be a little bit of both i mean kind of captain wants overtired firefighters on their team no because if you lose one guess who that's going to look bad on beckett you yep yeah so 
I mean, well, I guess we can only hope at some point he makes himself look bad. And him telling her just go home, and he was like a complete a hole to her, sending her home. I just, I know, I I know, I said it last week. I don't like or two weeks ago, whatever. But I don't like Maya. She's not my favorite, but she also has feelings and she's a human being and i feel like she is just falling apart so fast right now and i know karina's worried about her i i just feel like let's say prue um prue it was still the captain mm-hmm. if he was still around or really anyone who cared more about maya than obviously beckett does <sighs> they'd probably be like you're overworking yourself yep you obviously need help. You are off shift until you get yourself some help. But no, Beckett doesn't care. He doesn't care if she's there. He doesn't care if she's, you know, there and overworking herself, like working herself to death. He just doesn't care. No, he doesn't care. He he, he doesn't like her. And I don't, I don't know if he likes anybody, to be honest. But he does. He especially does not like Maya. And so she, he's just going to keep punishing her over and over again. I don't, he doesn't I don't like anyone. He doesn't respect anyone. No. And that's, that's a huge problem. Chicago Fire, one of the things I love is how Bowden so highly respects every single person in that firehouse. And Beckett doesn't respect anybody. Yeah. I he mean, he respects a two-way ro- road. That's why nobody listens to him or respects him is because he respects nobody in that house. He's not a good captain. Yeah, that's why everyone is constantly not taking his orders. They constantly go against what he says. Yeah. So because they don't trust He's got to figure that out because he's, I mean, he wants, I don't, I feel, I feel like I was just saying that, you know, Beckett was kind of growing on me too. In this episode, it's like the beginning of the episode. I was like, okay, like he's, he's being funny, but I don't he know. lost me at the prank. At that prank, I was like, he needs to grow up and move on. Yeah. Dumping it just on Maya put a really bad taste in my mouth. And then the very end when he was telling Maya to go home and just how he. He's took- not telling her to go home because I've seen, you know, I there's a big difference between I need you to go home and rest because I'm worried about you and uh, go home, get out of here. I don't care. Yeah. And, the only, def- and the only reason he said anything is because Theo called him out. And only reason thank you theo oh yeah i mean really thank you theo this week because he he was absolutely right in every single thing he said you know karina could be pregnant right now maya could be a mother right now they don't i mean either way that that that's almost like anyways like it's just maya's life is a human life and beckett needs to be a better captain and take his job seriously and protect his people yeah, because that fire could have gone terribly, terribly wrong if it was if it wasn't for Theo. Yeah, I mean that would have gone terribly wrong, and like you said before, who would have taken the fall? Yep. Beck- or he wouldn't have taken the fall; he would have been blamed. Maya also went against Beckett's orders this episode, which I also feel like if she's trying to make up for all this and climb her way back up completely doing the opposite of what he's saying to do doesn't help her case either even though i mean it ended up being a good thing i feel like both sides are wrong here though they really are like Like, her climbing up that ferris wheel was just so dumb like i can see why maya is working herself so hard because she wants to prove herself 
but at the same time, she needs to accept that, you know, there's a new captain and that's not her job anymore. Yeah. I mean, she, it's like she doesn't want to take orders from anybody else. Well, that was made very clear in the uh, Ambo on the way to the, uh, what was it, like pumpkin, like fall festival, whatever. I don't it was. know what it was. It was like a Halloween fest, I think. Yeah, the Halloween fest, but I don't know. Poor Theo, he was just trying to be helpful. He was like, you know, you know, I stepped down because I wasn't ready for it. And she's just yep. going on and on about how she had, well, first of all, she said, I had a team that respected me. And I was like, did you? Did they know? <laughs> was that in your imagination? Because I don't remember very many people liking you, respecting you. Yeah. I think maybe Andy did because she's your friend and for some reason she loves you. But I don't, I don't get it. Many, I don't know if anyone else really respected you. So, I mean, that's false news. Exactly. Exactly. But I respected her a lot during that save, though, because she was not leaving that man there. I was really scared for that man and his kid. Especially when Maya yeah. jumped in, I was like, okay, well, here we go. Yeah. <laughs> so get screwed up. I didn't know how that was going to go. I was like, eh. I, then... was, I was pleasantly surprised that they made it out. Like, I did not think they would. They I knew were as soon as we up. saw from the outside and they were like looking for the, you know, looking for them to come out. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Theo got her. <laughs> I immediately knew that was yeah, coming. Yeah, but for a little while, I was oh, yeah. The, the dad wasn't going to make it oh me too i was like maya's gonna have to like drag this kid out and leave this dad and this is gonna be a horrible halloween man what a scary halloween right? that would have been yeah those dummies don't need to be for sword fighting with torches anymore yeah and then the way <laughs> i thought it was funny the way that theo and um maya reacted to them sword fighting with the um the torches they're like oh no don't do that that's not safe i'm like well that's an understatement because they're about to set this whole place on fire <laughs> and then uh, as soon as that flame went in they just ran away i was like of course run kids this is why we don't play with fire i don't know why i thought the guy who apparently got scared and beat the other worker the whole reason that they were even there i thought he would like come back and be like like play into something i don't know why but he never did no i think he was just the reason they like how they got them there but i guess they probably already kicked him out before they got there <laughs> i mean that, that that's just how some people react by getting scared it's not his fault just punch a guy in the face yeah, working on a haunted maze you have to expect to you know get punched and kicked exactly. i guess <laughs> wear protective gear that's not our problem but i don't know who, who to feel worse for at this point maya or jack well maya's crying in the shower and then you have jack who's uh, seeing dead people holy moly this was an insane episode like a really heavy episode for jack oh yeah every ep i feel like i've said this like in almost every episode so far that ever, ever since episode two i feel like i've been saying okay maybe now's the turning point okay this time okay this time but i don't know this episode was 
at least at the end, it was kind of promised. I feel like Jack has to hit rock bottom yeah. before he can come back. Yeah. And I think he's, I think he, I don't know if he hit rock bottom this, this time, but he's getting pretty close if not. I I think he needs to go get checked out. I mean, why is he seeing Vasquez everywhere? Well, was he on, was he, t- he was taking his pain meds. Maybe that's. Was he on, because he was on his pain meds or I don't know, but it was weird. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh. She also gave him that pill, though, right? Yeah. I'm sure that was like LSD or acid or something. Maybe. It was just weird. And then he's seeing Rigo everywhere. Yeah. He's like, oh, well, maybe you're dead. Maybe like, you're dead. That cracked me up. It's like, if I didn't start screaming at, uh, what's her name? Eva. Eva. She's like, what? And he's like, oh, good. You can hear me. I honestly, I was not paying attention for a second. And I turned. And I heard her heard Jack screaming for Eva, and I was like, "Oh my gosh, did she just like OD?" Because I saw her take the pill, and then I got distracted, but something, and then I turned back around. And he's like trying to wake her up. I was like, "Oh my gosh, did she just die?" No, we're not that lucky. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. I don't want anyone to die. I just want Eva to go away. Go however, away, Eva. However, they choose to make Eva go away, I'm fine with. Yeah. No, she really peeved me off today, letting him get his booty kicked in that uh, bar. Sounds like she's done with him. So hopefully that means. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Be done with him, please. Yeah, Move please on. be done with him. Leave him alone. She's Go weak. Go up someone else's life. I, ho- I, j- I hope we don't see her again. I hope she is gone for good. Sorry to the actress, but I hope you don't get any more lines. Actress is doing a great job, and I, I wish her the best of luck in her next project, but this character needs to go. <laughs> Just as long as you're not in Station 19 anymore. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Continue doing your work, but just do it somewhere else. You're a phenomenal actress, but you can come back. That's as- why we hate you, because you're a good actress. <laughs> if you want to come back as a different character who we actually like, that's okay with us. Yeah. I won't be sad. Just uh, leave poor Jack alone. But he got to see Prue this week. No, little Prue. And you know, I get that he was drunk and they didn't want Prue to see him that way. It's a Halloween but costume. It's, it's like, I think I can convince her it's a Halloween costume. I'm like, oh no. Okay. But I think it, it was really important. Like he he had to yeah. see her. And I, I hope that's really going to help get him back on track because it's like okay here you can see Prue and then I hope they come back at him and say no if you want to see her again yeah these are the you things gotta... that you gotta do because I know he he loves her oh yeah so and you know gosh so cute Uncle Jack, Jack. Like, oh my god oh god I'm gonna cry like that girl is so stinking cute like I don't know what to do with myself like I, I see know. her on screen I'm like I just want to give that girl a hug I want to just I just want to squeeze, squeeze her. her. <laughs> so cute. I just want to give her a big old squeeze. But she came toddling over Uncle Jack. So <sighs> I don't know. I'm hoping they can, or Andy, because Andy and Vic seem to be the ones who are most invested. I hope Andy and Vic can kind of use that to their his relationship with her to their advantage and be yeah. like, we know you love her. And that was a one-time thing. It's not Halloween every day, bud. You can't not, come around looking like you cannot that. Cannot convince her. You cannot convince her every day. 
that you're wearing a Halloween costume. You gotta get no. yourself together. So no, he's got a he looked pretty pretty <clears throat> rough though when they found him, man. Someone needs to give that man a haircut. <laughs> I like how he just pulls it more down in his face. There you go. Like, are you a homeless person? <laughs> what, are, what are you? You're a drunk and a drug addict right now. That's what you are for Halloween. Okay. Prue's young enough. She doesn't, she doesn't understand that yet, thankfully. Thankfully, yeah. I mean, it won't be like that for much longer, but for now, at least. Hopefully. Hopefully he's getting... Hopefully by the next episode, we can see him getting his life together a little bit more. I don't think he'll be back to Station 19 for a little bit of time, but hopefully we can start seeing him on an up and up. Now, I don't want to see him back at right work. Like, yeah, I don't want to see him back at work right away. No. I do want to see him back to, you know, who he is. Absolutely. I miss, so. I miss Fun Jack. Yeah. I miss him being happy. He makes me so sad when he's so miserable right now. He just looks like a sad little puppy who's been like left out in the rain. And that's exactly, exactly. what it looks like, isn't it? It does. I was going to say, left out in the rain. Maybe that should be his Halloween costume. Drunk puppy. The drunk puppy. <laughs> <laughs> the drunk wet puppy. Aww. Oh, my gosh. Poor Jack. Oh, well. Hopefully next time. At least someone in the house was having a fun time this week are you talking about sullivan and ross no i'm talking about sullivan and his, his um internet date oh yeah and the internet date and, and if you're just listening and not watching i just used air quotes for internet because <laughs> obviously it was not a blind date oh that was i really oh, gosh i really like them together I really, really, really do like Sullivan and Rice together. And I hope, I don't know. I kind of hope that they can find some way to be public and, you know, not jeopardize either of their jobs. I don't know how to do that, but. I hope um, they can find a way to make it work because Ripley and, you know, Vic were working out and they were semi-public before he died. Yeah. I don't know. I think they, because I mean. But I Sullivan don't and Ross have already gotten like heat about it. Yeah, well, and also they've already been used as blackmail. Exactly. But get they can get rid of that if they just come clean about it. Because is it really a big problem? I mean, it's not like they work at the same station together all the time. But she's like his boss. <sighs> yeah. I don't know. I don't know. If there's. I a, I'm sure there's a way. There, but there has to be a way because I love them together. Like she says, like it's her integrity that she's worried about both of them and her job. She said my integrity and my job. So I think it's like for looks too, that she doesn't want to be, you know, not only for her, but for him too. Like, are you sleeping your way up to the top? But they're going to think about him. And then, I mean, her being a woman and I mean, sadly her being a woman and um, what's her position? I can't even think right now. It's not chief. Is it chief? Yeah. It's the fire chief. Yeah. I fully believe that people at work should do their jobs, but I feel like people's jobs should have absolutely no say so in their lives if they are not paying them for that time. I've always believed that it's, I feel like so you can do whatever you want to do if you're not on the clock, but when you're on the clock, you got to follow the rules and do your job, which you get paid to do. So I don't think them being in a relationship 
should be a problem at all unless it starts affecting their work it shouldn't be a problem but unfortunately people make it a problem exactly and that peeves me off so bad but also him getting him getting so mad at her for going on a couple of dates is that not what it sounds like that's something they'd agreed on it is and that's why it really bothered me i'm like why would you say that to her and then get mad at her and storm off when she says she went on a couple of dates i mean even if he didn't like that agreement yeah it was still it still wasn't right for him to get mad at her he could have been like well i already wasn't okay with this arrangement let's not do this anymore but no he just had to be mad at her for going on a date but as it turned out it was a terrible date and she (laughs) uh, didn't go on any more after that (laughs) yeah I mean, thankfully. They're him. both really good looking, so. Him in the robe, lighting the candles. I was like, hey, Sullivan. Like, <laughs> ooh. I was like, that's a ne- that's never a sight of Sullivan I've seen, I don't think, before. In like a red velvet robe. That was quite the uh, fancy, ho- that was quite the fancy setup. I know. Like, I thought it was really like, nice. Yeah, it's all sort of fancy and romantic. I wonder what they're doing for Valentine's Day, if that's Boy. what Halloween is. Oh, I guess we'll see. Hopefully. Yeah. I hope we get to see. I don't want to see everything. but No, no just, just yeah. N- not like the awkward parts that like, we feel like we're shooting for, but like just, you know, we want to see a little something. Exactly. But for next week, it looks like uh, our boy, Dixon, is starting to get some smear campaigns going it's about time i mean not that i guess that means that travis is going to start looking good in the polls if he's looking to what is it public intoxication yeah did he have public intoxication that's what i was about to ask you like i don't remember if this is something that actually happened or if they're just going to take a picture of him and make something up hmm I don't know. Because like I said, I haven't watched every episode, so I didn't know if I had missed, missed I don't that. know. Maybe, maybe they'll um, I hope they explain it in the next episode, but what yeah. I'm thinking is that it's some kind of it's a picture from some kind of event and it's being taken out of context. I hope so. I mean, but even so, you think every politician out there has a squeaky clean background? No. Absolutely. <laughs> single one of them. They are perfect human beings. But uh, it also looks pretty um intense. And I have yes. to say I was hoping Maya, like we wouldn't be seeing Maya for a little bit, but it looks like she's back to work next week. She was in the preview. She probably never left. Yeah. <laughs> she, she was probably, still in the shower at the station. I mean, I say this like I'm joking, but I don't think I am. It I mean, maybe she's just living at the station. It wouldn't surprise me. I mean, Karina had to bring all of her clothes up there to clean up. So who yeah. knows? I don't know what she's doing. She's. I need to go up and just smack her one time. Maybe knock some sense into her. I'll but, marry Karina. She seems awesome. I'll sign up. Yeah. I'll sign <laughs> but yeah, no. This the factory fire looks. I feel like anytime we have a factory fire, it something bad's gonna happen. I don't think anything bad's gonna happen. I don't think they're gonna kill anybody off. But factory fires always scare me. And it does look super intense and dangerous. Like a hazmat um, 
yeah situation they're gonna have going on like something was eating them like they're even even like some their suits like something about like the battery or i don't know if it's like something like that like factory where they make batteries or or something because i think they were melting down batteries oh yeah because then they, they were saying like um if we don't get them out in so many minutes like they're gone like 20 Ooh. minutes yep so I'm gonna have to work fast next week <gasps> intense i'm here for it i like it i like intense episodes though so i think that's it for station 19 and now we can move on to gray's anatomy yay i can't tell that's your favorite at all what <laughs> it was but a good episode it was sure. poor levi though he is getting pulled in every direction possible. Yeah, like he is. I mean, thank goodness Richard finally saw a problem because he was bound for. Well, we'll talk about Simone's whole thing later, but you know, he yeah. was bound for you know another storeroom meltdown. <laughs> yeah, at some point, but. I'm hoping that changes. It seems like Richard is not going to allow that to continue much longer. No, no, I don't think so at all. I think Richard knows that that's. And I like how he accepted that he's part of the problem and like, like no more pulling the interns for, you know, fun little activities. Cause he pulled them for pumpkin carving, which I'm like, okay, that's, it's like, I can get how pumpkin carving is you know a good um like skills lab type thing yeah but not when you only have one resident i know I was like crack and is being asked to do like 10 surgeries and like run eight I, I, of course i'm making up these numbers but that's what it feels like he's being asked to do i know i'm like this was not the right time <laughs> to be pulling these interns to do all these labs and what Owen had him doing surgeries on cadavers and then the pumpkins. I was like, what are y'all doing? Because I get that these trainings are important. Like time does need to be set aside for that. But they also need to be aware that they can't keep dumping everything on their one on one person. Yeah. And really like on Halloween. Yeah. I, I, mean, I feel like that's one of their busiest nights. Yes, a lot of stupid people do stupid things on Halloween. Exactly. So this was not the time. But, I mean, I did like the pumpkin thing. I thought it was very creative. Just not the right time. Richard, he, he even went all the way to, um, well, all the way. He even went to, so far as to tracking down a helm. I know. She's across but, the street. It's okay. <laughs> he still seems happy at the bar, though. So We'll get her back. They- they keep bringing her back. So, I mean, they have to bring her back to um, to Grace Sloan at some point. To me, Otherwise, she would not be, they would not show her in multiple episodes if she was not coming back. Exactly. Like, why are they going to bother to continue showing her week after week if there's no hope of her returning? Yeah, no, she'll, she'll be back. I don't. I really need her back. I know. At the I lo- she was one of my favorites. I loved her. I did too. No, I want. I, I desperately want Helm to come back. I can't wait. I I loved Helm and Levi's relationship, like in the hospital as well. I liked their mm-hmm. kind of. I liked like their bickering kind of you know back and forth with each other, and it made it. I don't know. 
those seasons though i mean their residency seasons just sucked in grace to be honest as much of a grace fan as i am it was just a sucky sucky time so i feel like we don't we didn't get enough time with them and i wish that and but i really liked these interns i really liked levi and helm and perez and um who, who else, else? those are my top three i don't care about anybody else those are the only three that i liked really yeah so I guess- I don't Whatever. care about anybody else. Everybody else can just stay gone. I don't care. Uh, except Nico. I kind of wish they would bring back Nico. Oh, yeah. He hasn't been on. Mm-mm. Are he and Levi still together? Obviously not. Well, Levi hasn't been talking about him. So I guess they're... Gosh, they're... They need to either stay together or stay yeah. split. Pick one. Absolutely. It's like, I just want both of you to be happy. <laughs> And this back and forth is not making anybody happy, especially me. That's what's most important. I'm not happy. Exactly. We have to all make Eve happy. Yes. It's all about what I want. I don't care about Levi. <laughs> I just want me to be happy. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to be happy. Bring back Helm. Hashtag bring back Helm. I think she's, I think she's coming back though. I really do. She'll, she'll, it'll take probably <laughs> Meredith to go over there. Her crush. I like how he tried to use Meredith. <laughs> You know, I hope, no, but seriously, though, I hope before Meredith takes off, because she is going to take off. Yeah, unfortunately. Some point, we'll talk about that in a little bit, because it looks like they are really starting to build up to that. Yeah. So hopefully before she takes off, she can go and make some, I don't know, inspiring speech to Helm, and then bring her back. back. But hopefully, I mean, poor, poor Levi, man, he just, they're going to have to take some things off of him i mean the interns need to not only practice on cadavers and pumpkins they also need to be practicing on real patients and real cases poor cadaver chris <laughs> but poor uh oh i almost just called her mary um what's her name in the show um, jules jules gosh thank you That's i know exactly all i can think about <laughs> i was like oh Mary Queen of Scots, um, Jules, I thought she she was very upset about these cadavers and them being wasted on this lesson that Owen was doing for them, which I felt kind of bad. Like, I can understand where she's coming from. Yeah. But at the same time, I was thinking, well, what do you think these cadaver how do you think these cadavers should be utilized if not for practice yeah exactly i mean that's that's what they're for because i feel like it would be disrespectful like because you know their loved ones signed off or they did or their loved ones did you know signed off on um their bodies being donated to science and wouldn't it be more disrespectful to not honor that request that they be used for education and research and all that good stuff yeah that's what they should be used for exactly so i mean but that poor one that i mean he died pretty fast he died again i guess (laughs) pretty quickly they they were not they needed to get better about communicating with each other during surgeries that was so classic i mean didn't again didn't they do that thing in season one Oh yeah. Fight over who gets to do what and what needs to be done. And it's their passion. These, these, this group has passion like the magic team did. 
They had passion. They loved what they did. They wanted to be there 24 seven. Like, I feel like a lot of the other interns who have come in after them have like, we've seen a lot of more of their life outside of the hospital, you know, and we never, the only, I mean, we did with the magic team, but it always came back to medical, always came back to surgery. There was always that really good balance between their per- getting to know them personally and then also getting to see them, yeah. you know, h- how they exist within the hospital. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that we're getting back to that because it was because lately it's been a lot more things happening outside. I like it. I mean, I'm I'm in love with the season so far. Anyways, Lucas, woohoo, he won the chance to scrub it on a surgery and (laughs) i was so excited first of all for him but at the same time i was so impressed that he wanted all of them to scrub it on the surgery i'm like that is a true leader right there and i think that's what Uh, they were trying to show us is that he will be a good leader but i love it i love him more and more each episode i do too i do too i mean I think next episode, though, we will talk about it a little bit later, but next episode's going to get a little funny and weird. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> funny and weird. <laughs> Perfect combination. <laughs> uh, and also, poor Simone this episode. Oh, yeah. I mean, did you see it coming that that would have been her? Like, when they first showed the interns watching that video did you think it was her like i, I didn't think it was her no because at first i went back and rewatched. i thought maybe it was someone specific at grace sloan so like i mm-hmm. went back just to make sure i didn't miss anything but it sounds like they were just looking up videos on youtube of interns who like you know interns who've lost it or something yeah i don't know what they were searching but they found her or just popped or just like popped up on their phone because it sounds like the video had just been leaked so yeah i think it was probably one of those that you know dinged they probably look up Mm -hmm. other videos you know that are similar yeah you know how youtube like ding you if like there's a video that's similar to a video you watch all the time i'm sure that's how it happened but no i did not i had no idea that it was Simone. I had, I mean, if you watch it now, you can kind of like see her now, but no, they, they, they had me going for a while, but that just shows you the, I mean, she really lost it. That was a lot of rage built up for her to. And, I mean, and I mean, she did share with Maggie exactly, you know, what all went down. So it was mm-hmm. definitely, well, kids, there are lots of other ways to let out your anger and frustration but we can completely understand how it did get to that point Mm -hmm. so and I think I said before that I was really curious about how each of the interns managed to end up at Grace Loan because they're all you know interns who were asked for some reason to leave their other programs yep and we did find out this week why um I keep wanting to call her Maggie. I don't know why. Why Simone was um, asked to leave hers. Yeah. I mean, now we have an answer for Simone. And it made me really mad. It did me too. I'm like, what? She had a bad day. <laughs> she, she had a bad day. I mean, why, why are you going to kick somebody out of a program for wrecking one room? If that was the case at Grace Loan. Well, no, that was after, I think, wasn't it? Because wasn't she 
let go because she pointed out like some kind of racial bias that was going <gasps> on. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, like, you're I, right. don't, I don't remember all of the details, but I think like she mentioned how, you know, a white colleague was like a white colleague's word was taken over hers. And when she yeah. pointed out how, um, you know, their black patients were being not treated as well as their white patients, that's when they said that maybe she um, <clears throat> would be better suited elsewhere. And yeah. then when Maggie said, hey, you know, why didn't you like and he said, I didn't have time because I completely broke. We see that. Yeah, you broke. Um, you but broke I love, I mean, she completely broke, and I love Maggie's like, I would have ripped it off the wall. <laughs> so we we obviously, Maggie's completely fine with this. Like, she's, she. I mean, I think, ev I think every doctor would understand reacting this way. Because how much hours and work and blood sweat and tears do you put into this job and then to be dismissed like that I can only imagine the rage that would come out of me and along with the specifics behind why she was let go I mean she there was no better person than Maggie to share that with absolutely Maggie's been going through the same thing for I mean she's in a different position you know because you know she's more of a leader but she's I mean, she knows exactly what she's talking about. Winston's been going through this whole race, racial bias. Yeah. Met in the healthcare system for a while too. Also, when I, when she showed the video to the other interns, how they were just almost hyping her up, like they were, they loved it. They're like, was, that was you. And then I think they said, I, I um, you should have ripped that sink off the wall. Oh, I did. They just cut out early. <laughs> <laughs> and then they just said okay let's go get some breakfast i love it i love that this is this is a little team that we get again and they're not i mean i feel like the original five always competed against each other and that was the fun part of it but they also had each other's backs all the time as well at the they same did. time and <clears throat> i feel like that's kind of what we're getting again and i do I feel like, like this group is bonding a lot more quickly than original magic did i do too and i think that's because they all they all know that they're misfits like they're all like the they all for each one of them for one reason or another feel like they don't deserve to be there yeah so i think yeah. that helps i mean definitely you know what doesn't help jumping off a roof into a pool <laughs> <laughs> lsd lsd does not help i don't know it uh, oh th th those those kids seem to think it would <laughs> my mouth is just hanging open like i was like oh so i remember last week we were trying to figure out what the deal was with someone jumping off the roof or whatever and you heard it here jeanette you were right <laughs> and that was right he was on top of the ambulance and decided to try and fly again <laughs> and of course that didn't work <laughs> Link got extremely mad at this kid who jumped on Joe. My sister and I were both standing there, like closing our eyes, and she was like, "Oh, good! I thought that he was going to land on top of the pregnant lady." I was like, "That's not what I was thinking at all. I just <gasps> thought he was gonna like break his neck or something." I know. 
because they cut out right after he jumped so she thought that they that he landed right on top of that poor pregnant woman (laughs) that would have been horrible no 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 we have too much going on this episode we we don't need something truly horrible no add into the mix no not at all i mean poor joe already got her wrist sprained that was enough well if that wasn't enough then you know we had to have the dads have a go at each other oh my gosh these dads even though i kind of get it too i mean your kid's in the hospital and you just found out that you know their friend gave them lsd so yeah you don't really think things through when it comes to your kids sometimes when the emergency situations exactly luckily they save the day with one of her epic speeches i love it she's just so good at it i know everyone because you, you just listen to bailey if like bailey came up to me in the middle of the street and went and yelled at me i'd listen and like, i would well, take I direction things, like i had things to do today but now i think i need to go home and re-examine my life choices just like bailey said that i need to do <laughs> like a zombie like i'm gonna cancel all my plans because bailey said so I, I loved her little speech though i really did parenting is hard i mean hard yeah and it, i love how she's so um like she can be so serious within the context of the speech but then she also throws in like really funny examples like one day they're dressed up as adorable little ewoks and the next they're teenagers and they're having sex <laughs> we just went you went a little too far <laughs> Bailey also a little too far, but I guess, <laughs> guess you're not wrong there. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was, I think, our serious kind of more of our serious case this week. This kid and the the LSD kids. Was that our uh, only case this week? That was our only big case, I think. <clears throat> okay. They gave us an easy one this week. Yeah. Um, I loved how the that one kid apologized to his friend's dad. I mean, I know I, that was sweet. And it doesn't, it didn't seem like it was something that his father like made him do. It sounded like he genuinely wanted to apologize because he felt bad. Yeah. And I'm sure he did. I mean, honestly, kids and teens, they're going to make, they're going to do things they're not supposed to do. They're going to take chances that they shouldn't take. That's part of growing up. That's part of learning. Even though your parents can tell you a thousand times not to do something there's that's why there's peer pressure and peer pressure is so real and that's why when bailey said it's hard it's hard i was like yeah yeah and mine aren't even teenagers yet and i already completely understand where she's coming from yeah i mean you can only do so much as a parent you can only guide them so in the right direction they gotta learn things on their own sometimes and yeah the best thing you can do is just kind of point them in the right direction and hope they just stay there it's like nope stay within these <laughs> no, no, no. i think we call that a helicopter parent well there's a new term now snowplow <clears throat> have you heard that one snowplow oh because we're yeah. just making a bunch of snowflakes no because you <laughs> shove everything out of the way so your kid never has to struggle oh yeah i see that too you know what it's really hard as a parent not to do that too though it's very hard. Sometimes I have to just sit back and just let it happen and wince as it happens. Because <laughs> I'm like, you can't, you can't, you have to let your kids fail. You have to let them fail. 
they're going to fail a hundred times, but that's, I mean, we failed a hundred times. We had to learn. It's how you learn. So we've got our teenagers being pretty mature, at least at the end of it. And then we have Owen and Teddy. <laughs> their thing i love owen and teddy I do even them going through what they're going through and acting the way they are i still love them because at this point it's just so funny yep they... oh boy they are they need to figure some stuff out because at some point it's going to stop being I, i'm afraid at some point it's going to stop being funny there i mean honestly this week whenever she said something to i think link like it really seemed serious like it was you he know said, what was it that there's nothing like there's nothing like ruining each ruining other's lives to ruin a good friendship yeah that was a little too real and a little too hard for me i was like uh-oh like i really hope teddy and owen work through this and they because i'd really we could probably go back to the beginning of this podcast when we started talking about grays on this podcast and i probably said that i would never in a million years want teddy with owen <laughs> Because I hated Teddy at the time. But now the show has obviously changed my mind, which I'm sure they tried to do and they succeeded at it. And my mind's always open. But I don't want them to ruin that again. I really, no, really I, don't. Because they've already had like put them together and then yeah. broke them apart. And now they're back together. And I don't want them to go through that again because I don't like an I don't like an unhappy Owen. Because un unhappy Owen is not a sad Owen. He's angry. Yeah, exactly. And I do not want to do that again. Yeah, no, but I don't don't want that again. I don't know. Te I mean, Teddy, she wasn't wrong because the point she was trying to make was, you know, we used to be best friends and he could tell me anything. But now when he screws up his life, he's also screwing up mine. And now he doesn't want to tell me anything. Yeah. And I mean, that's not wrong. She's no. exactly right. But at the same time, I feel like she's like, okay, you need to hide those feelings, sleep with a lot of people until you're over them. Like at the same time, Teddy, that's a terrible way to give that advice. It's like you're not wrong, but the delivery was very off-putting. It really, yeah. I mean, it made my heart kind of go, eh. And poor Link was standing there like, um, am i in the middle of something okay <laughs> it was a little too serious because i was hoping she would help like advise against it but i was like no not that way no she did not she's all for it sadly and then on the other side we have winston talking to owen <laughs> about resenting maggie and i was like what are we doing this week yeah, I was like, are, is this breakup all of our favorite couples week? Like, what, what the heck is happening? Hey, yo, what are we doing here? Pick on the interns. <laughs> Stop picking on the attendings. They're good. They're settled. Stop it. We had too many years of this back and forth with all these couples. Let our friends be happy. Oh, my gosh. But I honestly do think Winston telling Maggie that he wants out of cardio, I think might be the best decision. But at the same time, I feel like Winston was in cardio before he ever was in a relationship with Maggie. And I feel like he's a little bit cheated for the fact that he's done all these many years of 
cardio and now he's just gonna have to switch just so he doesn't have to be under his wife that doesn't seem fair either yeah like i don't understand is it so important that he stays at gray sloan i mean if he's as deep good a surgeon as he is couldn't he easily go to couldn't he easily just do cardio at a different hospital like why does he have to completely change professions yeah or maybe work opposite shifts so she's oh i guess i don't know i feel like my go-to if i was having issues with you know working with you know my partner at work my first um thought solution my first solution would not be to completely uproot my career it would just be like okay well maybe one of us needs to leave and just work in a different school exactly so I mean, I really get where he's coming from, but why does he have to change careers? And he shouldn't have to. Like that. No. That did. And it's, not, yeah. and it's not like Maggie is asking him to do that. So I don't know. I hope we get more into that next week or later weeks. But yeah. I don't know. That confused me. Yeah, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan of this of either of those talks between Owen and <laughs> winston and teddy and link i didn't like any of them but i guess we'll see how they what what happens later on i'm i'm still rooting for link and joe i i don't know what i'm doing in my life but that's i'm still rooting for him for some reason Mm, i was rooting for i wasn't and then i was and now since and then now that they got them back to the point where you know they're really good friends again I know. Now, now I'm like, no, I don't want them together. So once so again, hard. whoever's in the writing room messing with our couples, you need to make up your dang minds and figure it out. Because, <laughs> Please? Because Eve is not happy. I just want Joe with somebody. Oh my gosh. I want, yeah, I need Joe with someone. And if Link isn't going to be it, like, why can't Skylar Aston work out? Krista hates us. I don't know. Krista, what do we need to do? It's a legitimate question. Get back to us. You can send us an email. <laughs> Wait until the end of our podcast and we'll give you all of our information. <laughs> Please email us. Thank you. <laughs> we will keep watching your show regardless because we've put in a lot of time and energy. But we just <laughs> want to be now. happy. We just want to be happy while we watch it. Please and thank you. Even though we love the drama. I mean, come on. That's why we love Grey's Anatomy. Well, yeah, that that that's true. We love it, but we complain about it. That's why we complain about it. Sorry. Can we mention um Zola this week? Oh, she is killing me every single week. Oh my gosh, my girls all grown up. She's a little lady. She is. She is a beautiful. She is a beautiful young lady. Oh my gosh. She, I I swear she's just getting prettier by the year. It, I mean, she was beautiful just at the beginning of Grey's Anatomy, but and this is the same. Gr- she's been playing Zola this whole time, right? This is the same girl that's played her ever since we first saw her, since she was a baby. I believe that- so. Oh no, it's not. Anila Grubb Gums has been Gums. Anila Gums has been playing Zola since season 11 of Grey's Anatomy. In January of 2014, the role of Zola was recast 
the new little girl cast to be the daughter of Meredith and Derek was Anila Gums. So I guess they, um, so I guess they kind of, I don't know if they aged her or if they just had brought in someone else. I don't know. So apparently this has been the same little girl since season 11. Okay. So I guess anything before that was one actress. And so there's been two actresses for Zola, one before season 11 and then one after i don't i don't remember when but in any case but in any case this is the same zola that we've had for quite a while now yes and she's just a beautiful girl but she that poor girl is not she's not doing well no she's too gifted for regular school i guess this is how we're getting meredith to leave because the way Meredith was talking she said because she found a school but it's and she said it's for academically gifted but Zola is more than just academically gifted I am no expert when it comes to gifted and talented but I know that there are at least at my school like when they test for gifted and talented there are like three specific areas they test in mm-hmm. and it sounds like Zola is gifted in every single area that one can be gifted in yep She's almost like a little Maggie, even though yeah. there's no relation. I mean, technically there's no relation, but. And that was a big thing that Meredith was considering is, well, maybe we could have her skip two grade levels like Maggie did, but that didn't work for her. Yeah. Maggie was almost just completely against that. They have to do something soon because her having this bad of anxiety and not being able to even go to a friend's house for a sleepover is getting pretty concerning i mean it's i think she's always known about alzheimer's but i think the more she's digging into ellis's cases and the more it's all becoming real and the older she gets and the smarter she gets she's realizing that you know this can hit her mom anytime and they could hit maggie at any time so i can only i mean that poor little girl she just needs some I don't know how you get the anxiety to go away with the Alzheimer's things because that's not that's not something mm-hmm. you know you could just make go away. That is that's not some that's not something that can be fixed or as of yet. <laughs> as of yet, I mean, it's something that I don't know. Maybe with time, she can be given some coping mechanisms, but it's yeah. never complete. I mean, the fear that your mom and your aunt and I mean, let's face it possibly her siblings someday yep can all i mean it's, it's scary Love it. absolutely okay zola you still have amelia oh poor zola but i really i also liked meredith and nick's little overnight getaway <laughs> that got interrupted but that was sweet seeing them back together i'm so happy that they're back together oh he's such a good guy he was just like okay yeah i'll drive like no like, it didn't even occur to him that um, not well, going to pick her up was <laughs> an a option. bad thing. He was like, all right, let's go. Hey, well, she's got to drive and has to stay on the phone. So never mind. I'll drive. Such a good guy, man. Krista, let them be happy. Absolutely. Um, and make Zola happy. The only thing That's I did. the most important. <laughs> I think, I think what's going to happen, I'm going to have put it on the podcast in that way. My word is recorded forever i think what's going to happen is meredith is going to have is going to find her a school that's out of seattle like she kind of mentioned to zola that the school might be out of seattle 
And I also think that Meredith is going to go more towards back into trials for Alzheimer's. And that way Zola can at least see that Meredith is trying her best to cure or help Alzheimer's. And maybe that will help her anxiety a little bit more as well as getting into a more specialized school for her and maybe some therapy even. I think with all that, I think that might be how we get Meredith to go somewhere else is to. Because she does have a lot going on at home. I mean, she needs to get therapies or whatever she needs in place for Zola. She needs Zola to be in a different school and that alone is going to. Yep. In reality, I mean, that alone is going to take someone away from their work big time. Absolutely. And really with her being chief, I mean, she's not going to be be able to do all that and chief. Mm-mm. So that's just going to be her way to get her out. I am curious of who is going to be chief because I feel like Bailey's still really against it. Well, they can just give Levi another job. <laughs> just, just, just put another thing. Wait, make Levi chief. Ooh, bring Alex Levi. back. Yeah. Bring Alex back, make him chief. He was a fun chief. Oh my I mean, gosh, that was a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> I I wouldn't mind. I would say no again, one though. I would say no one died, but I mean, people probably did. Huh. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like he's more mature now. That was also a lot a long time he said ago. He's had time away. He's matured. He can come back and be chief. Make it happen. Uh, it'll never happen. I am really excited about next week, though. Yeah, after next week's preview, now I'm thinking, is she going to take Zola to Boston? I think she might. Because we both know who, we all know who's in Boston. Boston. Yep, and Jackson and Tom are going to be in this next episode, which I'm Tom, that's I I love Karasik. He always makes for, you know, really entertaining storylines he does i mean do we like do we love his character no but i don't know he makes I me loved, laugh a lot <laughs> i loved him just in time for him to up and leave i know i was starting to like him more right before he left but and we finally get to see Catherine again too because we haven't seen her at all this season yet yeah and shelby was- been asking if like she died or something and i was like did she and i forgot <laughs> I know. No, I had the same. I, I feel like we would have heard something by now, like from Richard, I feel like if she had died. But on the other time, but the, on the other hand, I was like, uh, well, we also haven't seen her or nobody has spoken about her. So we saw her in the preview. So she's OK. I yeah. mean, for now. well, for now, because she has Tom looking at her scans, which is probably never a good thing. What kind of cancer is it she has again? Do you remember? I guess we'll be reminded next season or next season. Ooh. Next <laughs> you have to wait a whole season. <laughs> we have to wait a whole nother season, guys, to find out what happens. <laughs> I think I, mean, I think it's like on her spinal cord or something like that. I think it's because Tom is brain. What I my neuro. Guess. Neuro, thank you. Oh my gosh, I'm like brain. <laughs> He's He's neuro, so he would be the brain or the spinal. And I think I remember something about it being on the spinal. So I'm going to go with brain or spinal, which neither are good. So also, we are a little bit of a humor next week. 
will be Lucas taking Scout to daycare and everyone goes (gasps) (laughs) they totally all think he's sleeping with Amelia which is so gross (laughs) and it didn't occur to me for some reason it didn't occur to me that Amelia doesn't know that this is the rumor that's floating around (laughs) until she was like well I hope you told them that's not what's happening he's just like nope nope. (laughs) that's even weirder like should I have yeah like well I can't I can't admit that I'm a shepherd so obviously letting rumors float around that I'm sleeping with my aunt is you know that's better it's the better solution here (laughs) no Lucas I love you but let's start making some smarter choices no I was like oh oh no (laughs) yeah gross no oh man but I can't wait till next week it's gonna be good it's gonna be another good one yay I'm just happy this season is turning out so great. That's so good. I mean, we're unhappy with a little bit, but at least it's turning out okay for the most part. It is. It is. It really is. Well, I think that's all we have for tonight. So we are on social media, all the social medias. Twitter, all the social medias. Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. TikTok. TikTok, that's the other one. Um, <laughs> all under Fandom Family Chats, except on Facebook, we are Grey's Anatomy Grey Family Fan Club. So tune in next week for more episodes. Sundays are our Fox Night, where we talk about 911 and The Resident. Tuesday is our Peacock Night, which we discuss all three Chicago shows. And Wednesday nights are our ABC Nights, where we dig into Grey's Anatomy and Station 19. We will see you real soon. Bye. Bye. Loving our content? Subscribe to our YouTube channel. And don't forget to share our podcast with your family and friends. We want to continue the conversation with you. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok under Fandom Family Chats, or one of our ever-growing Facebook groups by searching Family Fan Club. We've also launched a website, familyfanclub2021 at wixsite.com. You can email us there and keep checking it for announcements and merch coming soon. And of course, be sure to tune in every week for new episodes discussing all your favorite shows.